Hi, welcome to Bumblebees, a podcast between pals. I'm your pal Rowan, and you're my pal this week, and I'd like to talk to you about Dungeons & Dragons. I'm going to talk about it in two parts this episode. The first part, I'm going to give you a little bit of history to explain what it is and how long it's been a thing, uh, and then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my personal experience with the game. So first, some history. Uh... Dungeons & Dragons, or D&D, is a tabletop role-playing game, or TTRPG, that's been around in various forms since 1974. It was created by Gary Gygax, which is a name that most folks in the community do recognize, and Dave Arneson. The game is derived from miniatures games and war games, but it is exceptional for a key component, which is that every player gets to be one character, one individual with a backstory and a path to follow, uh, and they don't play an entire militia, <laughs> which is a break from the mold of war games and miniatures games of the time. Uh, after the initial edition was published, the game split off in two different directions. In 1977, it split into the Rules Light, published under the same name, direction with just normal D&D, and the Rules Heavy edition, published as Advanced D&D. Advanced D&D is widely considered second edition by the community, um, and it's where most of the people that I played with in my childhood had their roots set, including my parents. Advanced Dungeons & Dragons is also where the three core books were introduced, the three core books being the Monster Manual in 1977, the Player's Handbook introduced in 78, and the DM's Guide a year later in 79. I feel like these books are all a little self-explanatory, but for those that are completely unfamiliar with the topic, um, the Monster Manual is an encyclopedia of creatures that you can battle with and or ally with throughout the game or, or its many settings. The Player's Handbook is quite literally a handbook for players. It, it tells you basic mechanics that you should be familiar with and helps you explore some deeper questions you have about the rules that you might uh, come into contact with in difficult situations that your party faces. And the DM's Guide, which is um, my holy bible. <laughs> it's, it's a group of rules and expectations for DMs, uh, DMs to really familiarize themselves with. Uh, DM is Dungeon Master. Should have said that first. Um, but... There were a lot of other developments in the game between 77, when AD&D was introduced, and 2000, obviously. Uh, namely, box sets were introduced under the standard game throughout the 80s, and then eventually they were one revised conglomerate published as the D&D Rule Cyclopedia in 1991. Uh, AD&D also published its own second edition in 89, but that's not really considered anything. Um, it would be remiss of me. Not to discuss the 80s and satanic panic, but it's unpleasant and it was painful for many people that I've met in the community. So I'll kind of sum it up. Due to unrelated suicides and unfounded religious haughtiness, parents and preachers across the country came to blame the game for driving those that play it devotedly towards Satan worship and other ungodly acts. Most people whose parents dismissed the game as witchcraft or devil work were misled and trying to protect children they knew were socially ostracized or otherwise struggling but some ended up doing some real damage to members of the community. There was a huge drop-off in popularity, and everyone that remained played quietly. This satanic panic culture was pervasive in games and at most tables until later editions regained their footing in the TTRPG community, but the game was never mainstream until its latest edition. This is a brand new development for most people that have been playing for years. 
Another note, <laughs> on a slightly more positive note, uh, Unearthed Arcana is still controversial in its use at the table to this day, regardless of what edition you're playing, but it actually has been around since 1985, which is something that most people I've played with in the last several years seem unaware of. They seem to think that it is a, a new bit of content, maybe fourth edition and on, but no, it's it's been something from the start. Unearthed Arcana is just some excessive magic cool shit that... I personally don't use because I find it unbalanced and a little bit broken, but it is really freaking neat. In 2000, we're going to break from AD&D or Advanced Dungeons and Dragons or Second Ed uh, because AD&D and the Standard Game were married once more with the publication of Dungeons and Dragons 3rd Edition. Now, 3rd Edition was revised in 2003, and this is considered Edition 3.5, and 3.5 is what I spent most of my childhood playing. Since then, the game has continued to pull forward on this one-game campaign. It's not broken off into rules-heavy and rules-light again since then. It's been one game, um, with emphasis on roleplay and mechanics both. Fourth edition was published in 2008, and I'm just going to skip over that because of reasons, but fifth edition was published in 2014, and it's still the most current publication to this day, and it's the one that my friends and I all play uh, most commonly. So that's a little bit of history about the game Dungeons & Dragons, about where it came from, where the people that have played it came from, where everyone at every table understands at least a little bit of. Um, and you don't need to know any of that history to enjoy the game. You need to know exactly none of it. But knowing it does make it a little bit more fun, at least for me. And the whole game is fun for me. This is the part where I get to talk to you about my personal experience with it. Like I said, I have been playing since edition 3.5. Now, I haven't been playing since 2003, since that would make me four years old, but I have been playing since 2005 because I was six years old. <laughs> I have been playing with my parents and their friends or my friends in various capacities at various places and not with a general consistency for most of my life. I have always loved D&D. I've always thought it was fun to slay monsters and be brave warriors and to find wizards and learn cool spells and I love the strategy that comes with placing yourself on a battlefield and trying to figure out how best to aid the party you walk with. And as much as I love 3rd edition or 3.5, um, there was a spin-off game, Pathfinder, that my family actually ended up playing for quite a while, uh, mostly during the active publication run of 4th edition. I'm not a fan of 4th edition and I'm sure that Part of that comes from my father not being a fan of 4th edition, since he was my Bible for all things D&D for a very long time. But I still don't like 4th edition. Now, as somebody that has had experience in several different editions, who's read the rulebooks of every published edition, I can say confidently that I really just don't vibe with 4th ed. So I don't bother. And neither did my family. We switched to playing Pathfinder, and we played at a lot of local game stores whenever we would move. Particularly when we moved up to Virginia, which is where my family still resides now, although they're about to move to Indiana, and I will probably move when my girlfriend finishes school. But when we moved to Virginia, we found multiple different gaming stores that my father quickly established a presence at, and he found weekly games that were run. He would take my siblings and I to them on Friday nights, and we would play characters, and we would go on adventures. And it was fun to have a steady and consistent table, but... After 3.5 really became null and void, we switched to Pathfinder. Pathfinder is not a system I remember very fondly, mostly because it is based openly on third-party open-source content built for D&D. 
And I appreciate that. And I appreciate that what Pathfinder has become is completely outside of D&D. That it is, is, it is its own game with its own system and its own expectations of fun. But I just don't enjoy that fun as much as I enjoy the fun of D&D. And when D&D 5e came out, I was in late high school. I had stopped playing at the game store so much because I was so busy with work. Uh, I had a couple different jobs and I was acting in plays if I was not directing them. I, I was just busy. I was very busy, like every late high school teenager is. But when I got to college, I met several different groups of people that played D&D, and they were really into D&D 5e, which is the new edition, the one edition of D&D that I had absolutely no familiarity with because I just wasn't active when it was published. And I can say that playing with those people, regardless of where those people or parties or tables ended up going, which was largely nowhere, it did get me more familiar with the system, and it did reignite a passion that I had for Dungeons & Dragons that I did not realize that I had been lacking. I love D&D. 5th edition is my favorite edition by far. I find it incredibly cohesive. I find it a relatable and digestible product. I find it easy to understand. I find it easy to teach, which is important. A lot of kids my age don't have the experience that I did. They didn't spend most of their life playing D&D. The mechanics aren't second nature to them. I have a hard time teaching people how to play earlier editions for this reason. I just get them. I don't know where they're struggling, and when they get lost, I get confused. But with 5e, I had to teach myself that, and I had to teach myself that for the first time because my father had always taught me every previous edition. So I'm really familiar with how 5e works inside and out, and I love it. I love every piece of it, and I love introducing new people to it and watching them slowly grasp it themselves, watching them get more confident in knowing exactly what die means what role, and knowing how much damage is a lot of damage. It is so much fun. I love character creation, I love world building, and I love DMing. I am a dungeon master, and I have been a dungeon master for a campaign that is incredibly important to me, that my friends and I have been playing for about two and a half years now. We're at a tempor temporary little interlude right now, but the story has been complex and interesting and evocative. I have never worked so hard on a piece of literature in my life, and I love it so much. I have seen my friends take their characters seriously, learn to embody them. I have watched them grow a million times more comfortable with the idea of, of improv acting and with strategizing and with knowing their capabilities and the capabilities of the people that they walk with. And I think more than just in character, when your characters learn to respect the party members around them, but out of character, it is a bonding experience to respect and rely on the abilities of the people at your table. I do still enjoy one-shots, which are obviously just one-time games, and I do enjoy games that you play weekly with a rotating cast of people that come in based on availability. And I would never fault anybody for wanting to play those more than long-form campaigns, but long-form campaigns for me are where my heart lie. I love Dungeons & Dragons, and I love using it as a tool to connect each other with stories. Stories that we connect to as people, that we connect to as groups of people, and that we connect to just as souls. I love learning about the experiences that I don't have familiarity with. Be that in fiction or in real life, I feel like it's a tool that makes me a more empathetic person, and that's really important to me. And Dungeons & Dragons is just fun. 
sometimes it's just fun to be like, oh, I'm going to cone of cold this dragon. I think she's really low on HP. Then you end up freezing the dragon into an ice statue that you get to lord over the entire town as they sing your praises for defeating this great evil. It's... (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons isn't for everybody, and I understand that. I've introduced a lot of people that I really care about to it, and that hasn't been their thing because improv makes them anxious or the mechanics were really too much for them to grasp. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I would say if you're afraid of starting because it seems like a big hurdle, just find someone that is willing to jump the hurdles with you instead of just wait for you at the end of the track. Because D&D is a collaborative experience. And when we all help each other through it, it is a golden experience. It is one worth pursuing. And it is one that I am incredibly passionate about. I think that's all I'm going to talk about this week, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, Next week's topic is going to be bees. For a podcast called Bumblebees, you'd think I would have done that first. (laughs) See you next week.